to another episode of First and Ten. Today we will be doing our predictions for the Week 14 games. I'm Mitch. And I'm Adam. And let's get straight into Thursday Night Football with the Pats and the Rams. The Pats and the Rams are two teams that are on very hot streaks, both winning several games in a row. The Pats, most recently with their demanding 45-0 victory over the Los Angeles Chargers. The Rams recently with their victory over the Arizona Cardinals. This is a um, opposing conference matchup, so it'll be interesting to see who comes out on top. And both teams are playing for a lot here. I mean, we have the Rams who are playing for a division, and the Patriots are playing to keep their playoff hopes alive this week. And in order to do so, they need, it's a must-win game for them. Absolutely. I mean, the Patriots have won four of their last five. Rams in their last five games, having huge wins against Seattle, Tampa Bay, and Arizona, maybe considering those to be some of the best teams in the NFC. Um, I mean, let's get straight into predictions. So, obviously, the superior defense would be going to the Rams. They've got one of the best secondaries in the league right now. They've got Aaron Donald on the line, one of the best football players of all time. And he's only been in the league for, what, five, six years? I mean, he, the dude's a freak. He's been playing um, with some passion. But at the end of the day, I don't know how many times – or I don't know how often a quarterback can throw two picks and less than 100 yards and come out on top. And teams like Cam's had some really shaky performances despite winning 80% of his last few games. I, I feel like the Rams, the better coach, I can't say the better coach team. I think the Rams have more talent. The Rams have more balance. And um, I mean, I think that's what it's going to come down to. I mean, the Patriots typically rely on a strong defense. They don't really have that this year. Opt-outs killed them. And um the receivers can't get separation from anybody. I mean, let's be honest. When Nikhil Harry is your most talented receiver, that's an issue. You know, and Cam is making bad decisions. So, I I think the Rams are going to take this one. I think mean, the Rams are just the better team. What do you think, Adam? Um, it's, also, it's also in L.A. I just want to point that out. It's in L.A., far travels, especially with the Patriots playing on Sunday. Uh, I feel like Bill Belichick might be the better coach, but sometimes you could be the best coach in the NFL and not have the talent to win games. And in this scenario, I think that's going to be the issue for them. Um, I don't see, as you said, Cam Newton and this offense doing much this week. And they're not going to get bailed out like they did against the Chargers last week with two special teams touchdowns. So at the end of the day, it just seems like it's destined for L.A. to win this game. Um, on the Sunday afternoon with the 1 o'clock late we have the titans and the jaguars um my opinion jaguars have shown some promise these past few weeks they've competed with good teams but they're still one in 11 <laughs> at the end of the day <laughs> yeah they don't know how to close games mike lennon's not a superstar i mean it's it's like <laughs> they want trevor lawrence it's just who at, at this point after what we saw last week who wants trevor lawrence more <laughs> Jags won week one, thought they had some hope. Eight weeks later, they look at themselves losing three straight games by one possession. So, Tannehill is having a really nice season. It'll be interesting. I don't, uh, I don't I think Tannehill will um, – I don't, I don't think the Titans are going to drop back-to-back. What do you think? Especially against the Jags. I don't think they're, they're – yeah, there's no. no way in my right mind that I think the Titans actually have a shot at losing this game. And I feel like many could agree with me on that. I don't think so either. I mean, you, you talk about playing for a division. I mean, this, a, division games are always closer. The last time these two teams played, Jacksonville was a few bounces away from defeating the Titans. But, um, I mean, Tennessee's playing with some heart. 
you know, they're, they're still leading the division because Indianapolis um, was behind despite the loss to Cleveland. But um, they still have Derrick Henry. And, uh, I mean, let's be honest, they're, the Jags are huge underdogs going into this game. I would be very surprised if they lose. be kind of interesting for the playoff picture if they did. But, um, yeah, Tennessee, should, they're the much, much better team here. On to the Buccaneers versus the Vikings. Both teams currently in the playoffs in a wild card spot. A win this week for the Vikings could put them ahead the ahead of the Buccaneers in the wild card race. Um, yeah, that would be crazy. It's crazy to think, considering I'm, if I'm correct, the char- the Vikings started one and five, dropping their first three games. Then they were one and three. They lost to the Seahawks, lost to the Falcons. They were one and five at one point this year, and now we're looking at this team. Now they're five and one. Five of their last six games. Uh, but this doesn't shock me because, as many know, Kirk Cousins is the definition of night and day. I mean, yeah. one week we see him throw terribly against teams, and the next week we're seeing him dot up the uh, like the Cowboys or the Panthers, the Jaguars, the Lions defense scoring 34 points. I mean... Yeah, it, it really is incredible seeing how, on the one hand, he's 26 passing touchdowns, 3,000 yards already but he also has 12 picks. I mean, you, you couldn't have said it better, but I feel like he definitely has turned his play around these past couple of years. Or past couple and weeks. another thing that's pretty huge helped him is the emergence of rookie receiver Justin Jefferson, who now some may even say is in question for offensive rookie of the year. I mean. Absolutely, yeah. I think that um, I think that Minnesota was struggling in the first half of the year because poor quarterback play, which was set up um, from the departure of Kevin Stefanski, their offensive coordinator, who made Kirk Cousins look and perform like a top 10 quarterback. I think that they were definitely some struggles. Um, they were definitely feeling his absence, but they've started to turn around. They've started to figure out what they want to do. I mean, the first, but in the middle of the season, it was really pound the ball with Dalvin Cook, but <clears throat> there have been a, a few games recently where they haven't been able to do that quite as much as they would like to, and Kirk Cousins has stepped up, and he's made plays. And, I mean, at the end of the day, they did almost drop the ball against uh, Jacksonville last week, but hey, I mean, a win's a win, right? So they're looking to make a playoff push. That being said, I think Tampa Bay wins this game. I think Tampa Bay's got the superior defense and the superior offense. It's really just going to be, if they can stop Dalvin Cook, they should be able to contain this. But those, that's my opinion. Yeah, end of the day, Buccaneers are coming off a bye. A team coming off a bye always has the advantage, no matter who you are. Um, exactly. It's really going to come down to the Buccaneers' offense has been horrendous recently. Uh yeah, no, that's valid. So, but at, at the end of the day, I feel like their defense can partially back them up where I don't feel like I can really say the same about the Buccaneers or the Vikings. I mean. Especially without Yannick and Gakwa. Exactly. Um, on to the AFC matchup, the Chiefs versus the Dolphins. Chiefs are 11-1. and Dolphins are 8-4. and When you compare the strength of schedules, the Dolphins have had the easiest strength of schedule in the league so far. Um but last week we saw something in the Chiefs we haven't seen in a while, and that it was that they're beatable. We saw a very hurt Denver Broncos roster compete with the Chiefs, nearly even winning, which which sent the message to the league that this Chiefs team is elite, but they're beatable. I mean, their past four games they've won by one score. So... I'm not saying this Dolphins team is the best in the NFL, but the Chiefs team is beatable, which 
was hard to believe a few weeks ago. Um, I wouldn't go that far, but I will say Tyree Kill is questionable going into this game. And without him, that would be a huge blow to this team. So, um, I, yeah, I, get, I, I, can't, I can't agree with what you're saying about how they're beatable. I agree that it was a low-scoring game last week, but, you know, we'll talk about that. We've already talked about that in the recap. But um, I wonder what the spread is for this game. I, I would be curious to see that because um, the Chiefs – I mean, the Dolphins are a good team. Like, we, we know that. You know, they're 8-4. Oh, the spread is uh, Chiefs minus seven. Yeah, that seems about right. Um, but you know, Mahomes, but as you're saying, they're eight and four, but they haven't yeah. really had the hardest schedule. Okay, but they beat the uh, very. Uh, they lost a very close one to the Seahawks. They defeated the Cardinals. They beat the Rams. Those are pretty good teams right there. I don't. Again, I said at the beginning of the year. I don't think the Cardinals are quite that legit. At one point, they were what five and ones or five and two somewhere around there, and they've lost like two or three straight. Yeah, I agree. But, but to your point, they've also played the Jets twice, played the Broncos, yeah. played the Jaguars, and played a 49ers team with basically no starters. Well, that's fair, but I mean, I think that Flores is doing something right. Again, you can't fault a team. Um, no, you can't. Yeah, I'm just. Saying, I, I get what you're saying. Not as good as their record suggests. Okay, that's fine. Um, I so that being <clears throat> so, you're saying Chiefs. We're both saying the Chiefs here. Yeah, yeah, I think so. On to the battle of the four and eight teams. We have the Denver Broncos versus the Carolina Carolina Panthers, who it's starting to look like will be missing Christian McCaffrey for another week. Oh Jesus, this guy cannot stay healthy. He's played what? four or five games this year. But you know what? Hate on McCaffrey all you want. At least he's not playing due to injury, and he's not suspended for using drugs that help him play better. Right? Or he didn't Or he didn't punch his teammate. That as well. But, um... Shout out to Slant Boy there. Denver here is playing with a very injured secondary. Down there, they're losing... They don't have three starters in the set. And the, they, they're missing their top three corners this week, so... Oh, imagine that. Um, no, but Drew Lock might not have performed great last week, but he did show he's improving. Uh, sure. His his receivers had a few drops. Uh, okay, fine, but not like yeah, it's fine. Um, continue. Um. <clears throat> This offense, it, it, it sh- they've shown they have a lot of weapons. Tim Patrick emerging as the newest one this year. But it, what is this Denver Broncos team playing for right now? And you could say the same about the Panthers, but the Broncos are missing the majority of their stars. The only thing the Broncos have right now is that Drew Locke is single-handedly playing for his job in the future, which is what might give this team a spark to win some football games. Well, it'd be nice to see him. Um, it'd be nice to see him actually. Actually, should look like he cares, you know, because as of right now, the stats are abysmal for him this year. They're just god awful, and it, you know, if you say he's improving for your sake and for the Broncos fan base, I hope he is for Broncos Nation. Here, let me put it for you this way: That's when I say he's improving. All right. What happened last time you played the Chiefs? He threw. We threw two picks, two both picks. in right. Denver's territory. 
right, well, he threw two picks last time he played. Okay, you say two picks. One pick was on the final drive, and the other pick was after he drove 70 yards down the field. So which would you rather have? I mean, I'm just saying. It, it, it doesn't matter where you throw the pick. Like, I'll, I'll give you, the, you know, the, the, the garbage time pick, whatever. He, you know, he's not – it just shows he's not clutch. I mean, really left no timeouts down by six. There were some coaching errors and drop balls earlier in the game that didn't help. All right. My, my point is it doesn't matter. I mean, you're defending a guy who threw two picks and saying, you know, he still threw it's two improving. picks. It's, you know, it's not like – If you look at what? this game versus the last time he played the Chiefs, it's improving. I didn't say he's good. I said he's improving, which is what you want to see, at least, in a quarterback that hasn't shown much hope all season. All right, fine, fine, fine. You're right. All right. All I'm saying is the stats the stats don't lie. He has more interceptions and touchdowns. He's completing less than 60% of his passes. He's got a pass rating of 67. God, I hope he turns it around, and it'll be interesting to see if he does against the Panthers, which, granted, don't have a great defense. So he probably can. All right. L- let's hear from you. Who do you have this week? Oh, um... I think at Denver, they've got the better defense. I don't think that there's going to be a whole lot of pressure being placed on uh, Drew Locke. Derek Brown is there. He's had a quiet season, but um, I I think that Denver will be able to do something. Exactly. Um, Just for Denver, in Denver this week, uh, it's it's two, four, and eight teams. Yeah, exactly. Two teams. I don't want to say two teams that are underperforming because I didn't have much expectations for the Panthers, but two teams that don't really know where the fu- future of quarterback is for their roster. That's oh, that's yeah. all. You don't think Bridgewater is the answer? You were so high on Bridgewater. I'm high on Bridgewater, but he, he he's not a permanent solution. Yeah, that's valid. Five years down the road, we won't be saying Teddy Bridgewater's name for the Panthers. Five years down the road, who knows what we're going to be saying for Drew Locke? Oh, God. <laughs> a- I-, I hope he's still in the league for his sake. Um, yeah. But I've said enough about it. It's upsetting me talking about it at this point. Really? <laughs> On to the Texans versus the Bears. Uh, love it or hate it, the Bears are still like one or two games out of a playoff spot. Like, it's very easy for them to make the playoffs. If you drop six games, like, in a row, Jesus Christ, you don't deserve to be in the playoffs. It's ridiculous. <laughs> The crap last week up. they lost in terrible fashion. Yeah, I mean, at this point, put me in a quarterback. I'll do better than Foles or Trubisky. This game isn't on Trubisky. I mean, he scored three. No, it isn't. I like, I, I like Trubisky. Trubisky I mean, had a great week. He just had a bad fumble. Yeah, I, I like Trubisky. But my, I still think I'm better than him, though. Yeah. Well, you say that about Kendall Hinton, too, so. Yeah, but I think that one actually might be true. <laughs> um but I, I, I like you know I don't want to I have no disrespect for Kendall Hilton. Um, but uh, this yeah this, this, is, a, this is a weird one. The Texans are solely based off their offense, and I I, I, I wouldn't go to say the Bears have a top three, maybe not even top five defense at this point after what they did last week against the uh, the Lions, but it's still a good defense. I I think the Texans are probably gonna win this game. If history repeats itself, I mean, you know, if, if Chicago drops six straight, why not drop seven straight? I mean, and Deshaun Watson is playing. He's just trying to enjoy his football. You know what I mean? And he only has a few games left. He's not making the playoffs. They won't get – they're not getting a high draft pick because they're uh, – the 
devil himself, Bill O'Brien, made some horrible, horrible moves. I think Ashant's just going to try and have some fun out there, try and develop some relationships with Kiki Kuti and um, Brandon Cooks. He's not, like you said, he's not playing for much. Chicago is, but at the same time, whose determination would you rather have in your organization? Deshaun Watson or, you know, Trubisky? So, I mean, the question I, is I, how much longer will Deshaun Watson be in that organization? Yeah. No, that's valid. I mean, I he said at the beginning of this year, you know, when everyone was talking about, out, you know, oh, your team's probably going to underperform. He's, you know, he's like, I love Houston. You know, I love the front. You know, I like my guys, stuff like that. I think the bigger question is how long is J.J. Watt still going to be in the organization? Why is he still some trade value? They should do anything they can to get rid of him. I'd love it at the Browns side. Now, that'd be fun. But um, what's it called? Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. This one's another toss-up. But Chicago's defense got gashed the past two weeks. Um, I don't see why Brandon Cooks and Deshaun can't win like an ugly, low-scoring game. No, I see that. But I'm still – on such a losing streak, it's like at some point it has to end, which is partially why I'm going to take them this week. I'm also taking them because I think Deshaun, it, it's likely he could be shut down this week for all we know, which is also why it, it, it's possible, I think, for Chicago to come out on top. That's valid. All right. I believe, is that it for the one o'clock games? Oh, uh, no. We still got the Giants and the Cardinals. Uh, oh, my mistake. Um, I mean, the Giants are looking hot these past few weeks. The Cardinals are not. Um, NFC The NFC East has some statement wins last week, considering many called them the NFC yeah, East. Uh, not they the have Seahawks, hot, the Steelers. Man. They have. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Cardinals have lost th- uh, four of their last five. Which the Giants have won four of their last five. Tough teams there. Exactly. So, it's you know, it's another um, – reversal here i mean at the see, i go back and forth because like, i don't know how high i am on this giants team they've definitely been but we've well, seen them at their lows too exactly and you know i don't think this team is trash by any means this team but, isn't um, trash but the question is how many weeks in a row can this defense bail out the offense because i mean but they, i'm pretty sure daniel jones is coming no back no but even when daniel jones is there daniel jones isn't making turnovers but he isn't making game-winning plays so that's my question is how many weeks in a row is the defense going to be able to do this? Yeah, no, that's valid. And because for that reason, I'm taking the Cardinals. This, you know, defense is good, but I feel like they're better at containing. Um, they're good at stopping the run and they're good at getting to the quarterback, but they're not good at getting to mobile quarterbacks. You know, Russ, actually, I can't even say that because they, they, they did a good job of shutting yeah, down Russ. Yeah, but they shut down Russ. I think Kyler, Kyler Murray's more elusive, you know? It's also Russ didn't really. Russ never. Dude, it's all. It's just you know? two very different offensive systems to me. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, you yeah. Well, I wouldn't say it's two very different offensive systems. Though. They're pretty comparable. No, because Cliff Kingsbury and Pete Carroll have two completely different game plans. Cliff Kingsbury is this college guy that nobody thought deserved a job that got a job. That's running an unorthodox offense with a five ten quarterback versus Pete Carroll, who's been in the league for I don't even know how many years, which is okay. I like I won't I won't disagree with their different credentials, but just like when you think about it, Russ is pass first, run second. Although they they're trying to change that, the Cardinals have a pretty powerful rushing attack, but he still loves getting the ball down to DeAndre and Christian Kirk and Andy Isabella. Russ likes to scramble around and throw to DK and Tyler Lockett, so I don't think they're that different. Obviously, Kingsbury and Carroll have very very different resumes, but I don't think the schemes themselves are quite so different. But um. 
That being said, I I think that the uh, the Cardinals will most likely win this game. It, it, it's like you said about a losing streak. I don't think they're going to drop five in a row. Um, I think the Cardinals win this game. I think the 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 superior offense. I feel like Daniel Jones might make a mistake or two. Isaiah Simmons has been looking better in this in the previous few weeks, and um, I don't know. You disagree? Um, no, I I think the Cardinals will come on top. I'm not. So bright on what you said about the schemes, but we don't need to get into that right now because I could go on for 20 minutes about it. But um, one more one o'clock game. We got the Cowgirls versus the Bengals. Uh, <laughs> Such a boring game to talk about, but Dallas will most. I mean, the Bengals. How the Bengals do last week? Let me let me check again. Oh, the, the Bengals are a bunch of hood rats for what they did against the Dolphins. You guys will hear me rant about that uh, in last pod. But uh, <laughs> it's hard to take yeah. the Cowboys, but it's even harder to take the Bengals without Joe Burrow. Yeah, I still I'm taking the Cowboys. Dalton over Ryan or over Brandon Allen. Yeah, I'll take that. Thank you very much. Plus, it'll be a revenge game for Dalton. Those are always fun to watch. Those are usually a little bit ex- uh, exciting. Um, Dallas, I don't even want to say has a better defense. Probably doesn't. I mean, they got, you know, Cincinnati is Jesse Bates, Von Bell, guys from making plays. Dallas' defense hasn't looked as bad. They did force a uh, pick last year or last week against the Cardinal or not, not the Cardinals, the Ravens. So they kept it close until the first, um, until the last quarter. Um, I feel like Dallas is – I don't know. I think Dallas will win this game. I don't think – without Joe Burrow. And I don't – is Mixon still alive? He's out, he's out another week. I don't know if he's still alive. Uh, we'll have to get it. I feel like I haven't seen him play since, like, week four or something. Like, good gracious. But, you know, without uh, Burrow, without um, uh, Mixon, I, the, the, the Cowboys will most likely – Yeah, no arguments there. I think it's time to move on to the 4 o'clock slate. Where we have the Colts versus one of the weakest teams in football, being the Las Vegas Raiders, who somehow, which blows my mind, still have a shot at the postseason. Yeah, um, I, I, I wouldn't call the Ra- the Raiders the weakest game in or team in almost, football. But um, if the Jets weren't trying to lose, they lose last week. Yeah, well, I, I just right, whatever. They're seven and five. They can't. You're just you just don't like them. Not that I don't like them. Um, They've had two weeks in a row where they've played mediocre or the worst team in the NFL and two weeks in a row they should have lost. I mean, I, I don't feel like that's an argument. All right. Um, I I don't discount the Atlantic. Yeah, no. All right, fine. Whatever. But they also – this is still the team that took down Kansas City and still has a winning record. So I, I'll take it, I can't do too much left. Nothing off. will change my mind. What? Interesting. I mean, I'm not a big yeah. on the Colts, but – the Raiders are a very fraudulent team. I wouldn't be surprised if they only win one more game this year. Interesting. Given the fact that they still have the, the easiest remaining schedule. The easiest remaining schedule, they still have to play the Colts and the Dolphins. And I think the Chargers or the Broncos will be able to take one considering how close divisional matchups usually are. Fair enough. I think the Colts will win this game as well because the Raiders' defense is unproven. That being said... Phil Rivers is the definition of inconsistent. He is a two to one touchdown to interception ratio. Not much to write home about there. Um, it's not horrible, but you know it's Philip Rivers. Um, and I, if they can't get the offense going, the Raiders are explosive. They've definitely not shown that the past few weeks. But they get Henry Ruggs more involved. Josh Jacobs comes back. 
Henry Ruggs and, is, isn't great. He uh he fumbled last week. He has a ton of drops. Besides that last play, he's done nothing really all year. Uh, no, he's had a few explosive a few plays. Plus plays. Um, last week he caused week that, two turnovers. Not a, talking about last week. Whatever. They need to give more of a role. He's a speedster. You know, he doesn't have the hands of Tyreek Hill, but that, he's still a rookie. It doesn't mean he can't. He's still wicked fast, and they can't. For the first receiver, uh, he's playing like the sixth or seventh best receiver out of the draft. All right. Well, um, I, that, I, I really don't feel like uh, that's debatable, though. The stats show it. It's an objective. It's a subjective opinion. It absolutely is debatable by definition. But um, anyway, you have the Colts. I also have the Colts because that defense. But again, this is one of those games I would not be surprised the Raiders won. Raiders, like you said, you think they're pretenders. They beat the Browns. I can't talk too much shit. Um, they took the Bron- or They beat the Broncos too. But you know that, that's never stopped you in the past. Um, yeah, I mean the Colts should win this game. They're Although I believe, yeah, they're they're the uh, underdogs going to Vegas. Not saying Vegas is right, but it's always interesting to see what the experts are saying. Yeah, um, no, I, I mean, I, I think the Colts will win this one. I don't really have much more to say. <laughs> Jets versus Seahawks. Uh, I'll, I'll wrap this up real quickly. Jamal Adams returning to the Jets and their boring roster, as Jamal Adams would say. Um, Jamal Adams has looked better these past few weeks, you know. Um, wow, Sam Darnold has – wow, he's looking, he's putting up Drew Locke numbers. Um, he's the only quarterback in the NFL that's yeah, statistically worse than Locke right now. Um, Seattle's I don't – I'm not going to waste everybody's time listening to it. I'm sorry, Jets fans. Uh, better – you know what? You guys want to lose at this point. I have two Jets in my household. Last yeah, week no. they're screaming at the TV when Henry Ruggs scores in excitement, so – Nice. That's a, that's always a good. Sign. Yeah, it shows it, it shows how much Jets fans love football this year. Oh, absolutely. All right. Yeah, I, I don't want any more time talking about this game. On to the Packers versus uh, the Lions. Uh, you know, I could see the Lions putting up a fight here. I don't know how, but I think there, there's a slim chance that they might. But uh, they might win, or they might put up a fight. I can't go as far to say they'll yeah. win, but you know it's a it's a divisional matchup. I mean, nobody expected the Broncos or like most teams, the Raiders even, to come close with the Chiefs. They competed with the Chiefs, so what makes me believe the Lions can't compete with the Packers? I mean, I don't think the Packers will blow them out, but I think the Packers will be able at the end of the day. A Rod is going to be more. Aaron Rodgers, this is an MVP year for him. I said it with Russell before. I think Russell lost it. He had it going. He didn't. He could keep up his pace. I think it's Aaron Rodgers or Mahomes. It's going to be one yeah. of those two. Um, and on, I hope it's a Rod. You know, I think that would be such a great middle finger of the Packers organization. It's like you're going to take freaking Jordan Love to try and replace me instead of giving me a complimentary piece to Devontae Adams. I'm going to go out and win an MVP on your ass. Like, come on, don't don't disrespect me. I'm a bad man. So. Aaron Rodgers is going to win this game. I still like Matt Stafford. I'm sick of saying he's underrated because everybody says that now, and it doesn't mean it's not it's not true. But um, you know, the the Lions don't go out quietly. They're, they're you know they won five games up until week 13. That's already better than they did last year. Um, it's not. I mean, you say that the Bears are you know primed to make a playoff. I know. Lions have the same record, so 
Lions could very well make the playoffs as well. The NFC is incredibly weak. This I would year. say incredibly. The top of the um, NFC is good. It's just the bottom half. Yeah, I guess. but you know when you compare it to the AFC, where there's like a clear top and then there's a whole lot of middle. Like there isn't, you know, the the middle of the AFC is like seven to nine wins. The middle of the six NFC six. is like, you know, six eight somewhere around. There. So it, it's 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 worse. Um, yeah. So that being said, you know, like you said. I think the Lions will be able to put up a fight, um, but Rodgers and company will win. Uh, yep. No, no, no disagreements there. there. Um. <laughs> All righty. Uh, on to the uh, team that got shut out last week, the Los Angeles Chargers, which it feels like, Mitch, you continuously try to defend. Yeah. Where, where, where's your defense this week? Why, why, are, why are they going to beat the Falcons? No, they, they probably won't. Um, if they do, it will be because of excellent quarterback play from Justin Herbert and a god-awful secondary um, for, with the Falcons. Matt Ryan's been having a pretty quiet year, but he, you know, I think we can both agree he's still a talented guy. He's still had a nice career. Um, I'm, I, I, yeah. He's still healthy, right? Yeah, I, I'm getting PTSD from McCaffrey, where McCaffrey – Pops in for a game, then misses five. So Eckler's back. Eckler's healthy. It'll, it'll be Eckler and Herbert if they win this game. Won't be the defense. Won't be anything like that. Um, I, I mean, I think Atlanta will win this game. But at this point, they're just setting up the Chargers for a, a nice draft pick. They need to go out. I, I mean, where are they weak at this um, point? Their whole defense, their offensive line, their uh, receiving core, I'd even say. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and Hunter Henry. Yeah, name one receiver that, after but, Keenan uh, Allen and Mike Williams. And Mike, exactly. I can't. I can't name three. I can't name three wide receivers on, on you know a lot well, of NFL teams. I, I I can so. so I don't, but like it's like, Mike Williams also isn't the greatest wide receiver too. You could use upgrades there, especially with such a strong receiver class in this upcoming year. I guess, but when you have a nice tight end like Hunter Henry, like the receiving core isn't really the problem, especially considering Austin Eckler counts as a receiver himself. So what Hunter Henry has really done for you to call him nice? Receiving... What has he done you for you to call him nice? Hunter Henry. Who? In 13 games, in three, oh, he has three touchdowns. Is that nice? Okay, but touchdowns don't always – they don't have the right. measure of tight end. John Smith has some of the – Okay, my point is he's a nice, safe option. I like Hunter Henry a lot. Yeah, but they could, very they could upgrades at um, like a question. Hunter Henry doesn't play receiver; he plays tight end. All right. Okay. Thank you. It, it's just it, it didn't make. Sense. That's your all right. Then who? You're taking the Falcons. Of course, I'm taking the Falcons. All right. Enough said. Move on. Alrighty, the Washington football team versus the San Francisco 49ers. Let's hear from you first. I literally could not give a crap. I couldn't give less of a crap about this game. I hate both of these teams. Um, actually, I can't say I hate the, the, the football team because of Alex Smith. I think San Francisco wins this game. Um, That's it. The Washington football team has been hot since the here. return of Alex Smith. Uh, They've won a lot of games. They are now playing for a division that they want to win. 
and Alex Smith, he, he's got my heart. Okay. I mean, they've won three straight. Two of them were against god-awful teams. They did shut up the, the Steelers, which was fun. Gibson is out. He's most likely not going to be playing for the rest of the year. At that point, turf toe is usually a really, really bad injury. We're playing with really, really mediocre quarterback play. Two defenses that, you know, they can get the job done. They're serviceable. Um, 49ers defense is obviously great when healthy, but they've definitely taken a step back. I mean, we're talking about neither, you know, two quarterbacks, neither of them have thrown more touchdowns than interceptions, which is just pathetic. Um, I mean, I think the 49ers are the, the much better coach team. I like Ron Rivera a lot, but that front office is holding them back. I don't know. I, I think 49ers take this one. What do you think? I just said I think Washington's going to win. Uh, the 49ers are good enough, but Washington's better. They're hot. Um, all right. That's all I got to say. I, mean, I think if you put Richard Sherman on Terry McLaurin, you're basically I, – I wouldn't. Logan Thomas made some nice that. plays, but, you know, who – all right, who, who else is talented on that? Uh, J.D. McKissick. uh Antonio Gibson, if he's playing Terry McLaurin, you're not just taking away Terry McLaurin. And if you really want to be your whole tight end guy, Lance Thomas is having a better season than Hunter Henry, and Hunter Henry's a good tight end. So what does that make Lance Thomas? Exactly. So Um, Washington has a better defense here. Say what you want. Yeah, Logan. I think you mean Thomas. Logan Thomas, not Lance Thomas. But um, um, Washington statistically yeah. has a better defense. The defense has been playing better recently, as we saw last week. Okay, but Washington's defense is healthy as well. You have, I mean, we can't well, ignore the injuries. You, you asked me. You asked me. You give who's going to win. You, no, okay, fine, but all right, that's yeah, all right. I'm just saying, I don't. You can argue that the Washington defense right now, is going into the week. You asked me who was going to win. The right, Washington fine. defense is better this week, so that's all I've got to say. Okay. All right. On to the Saints versus the Eagles. Jalen Hurts getting his first career start. If Drew Brees is not starting, I'm not taking the Saints in this one. I'm not. It's bold, but I'm not. Okay. Taysom Hill hasn't really shown me that he can, like, throw the football. It doesn't matter. The defense is terrible. Seagulls defense has done enough to show that if Taysom Hill is forced to throw the football, they can do something. And we saw what happened when Jalen Hurst came in last week. He gave a spark to this team, almost beating the Packers. He almost beat the Packers. They won. They lost by two scores, and it would have been three scores if they didn't have a special. Just because you lose by two scores doesn't mean it wasn't a close game. At one point, they were down 23-16 with the ball. And then Aaron Jones breaks out for a 77-yard run next possession. It's like the score wasn't as far apart as it seems. And you can't say – That's fine. But take away special teams touchdown, they lose by a Special teams scores. touchdown is a special game. teams touchdown. Take away an My point is you said Jalen Hurts gave him a spark. He in in, in five minutes, he threw for more yards than Carson Wentz. Yeah, or Fine. I'm not saying Carson Wentz is good, but you can't say that they almost won that game when they what should have lost by three scores. And I can't say the Falcons should have ran the ball a bunch when they were up 28 to three in the Super Bowl, but they didn't. 
Yeah. Right. I, I, I don't. Jalen Hurts has the locker room right now. They're excited. They're going into this game with momentum. You might have just lost, but you 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 fought. You scored three points the whole game. Then thirteen when Jalen Hurts comes in. That's all I've got to say. Yeah, I think that's an all right, all right. We can agree to disagree there. I don't like Jalen Hurts. I don't think he'll do that great, especially against a well-oiled machine like the Saints. Sean Payton hasn't lost a game in the past two years when Drew Brees hasn't uh, played. What is that now? 8-0, 9-0, something like that. They're very impressive. They've won nine straight games. I don't think that the Eagles would be able to make the difference. If, if, if Taysom Hill's struggling, don't forget who they can turn around and give the ball to, Jameis Winston. And, um, I mean, say what you will about his turnovers. Yes, they were bad, but he still had a really good offensive season as well as a defensive season last year. I mean, I'm sure he had – was pretty close to, you know, most tackles last year. Dude was a beast. Um, yeah, I mean, say what you will, that's still a serviceable backup. Like I said, if Taysom Hill's struggling, if they find out he can't throw the ball. But, um, I, yeah, it, it's a rookie taking on Sean Payton. I, I don't think it's uh, – I don't think it's rocket science here. Look, you know, you might be right. You know, for the Eagles' sake, I hope you're right, saying, you know, Jalen Hurts will be the spark and all of a sudden they're going to win all their games and, you know, Carson Wentz. Was not the it was hold, completely holding them back. It's going to be Hurts. I, I just don't think that's realistic. It's going to be his first ever start against arguably the best team in the NFC and a top three team in the NFL. I don't, you know, I don't think that's a very. I'm not sure. You know, if Bree mm-hmm. starts, there's no shot they win, but um, he probably won't. But I still would. Ra- I put more confidence in Sean Payton's coached um, Taysom Hill and Mark and um, Winston over Hurts, but. Who knows? I'm I'm hoping what they'll do is they'll they'll they did this with um remind me was it Donovan Donovan McNabb or it was one of the Eagles greats and they sat him for a game and then he starts to play really really well afterwards. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? Was it Randall Cunningham? It was one of those guys. Um anyway and so this they, apparently this is a move that the Eagles have done in the past and it's worked to turn to turn their quarterbacks around. I think Carson Wentz is probably beyond repair at this point, but um at least for this season. But um, I don't know. It would, be, it would be nice to see Hurts come in, give Wentz, you know, some teach Wentz that actions have consequence, and when you play poorly, you get benched. And then he comes in and takes the show back. Because I really do like Carson Wentz. I don't like Jalen Hurts, but um, you know, it probably you know he he's really really dug the Eagles in a hole. And uh, I think that I, I mean, what do you think? You think he's done for the year? Or you think he's done for the seat? You think? Do you think Carson is over here, team? but his career as an Eagle might or might not be, depending on what we see from Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I'm not upset about that game. I'm the Eagles are taking Saints. I mean, I'm the kind of- all right. Um, wait, hold on. The, just, you know, the issue, I, you know, Carson wants has a massive contract, so the Eagles aren't just going to deal him out. You know what I mean? They need to find somebody to offer that contract off. You, could, could you see, like, a – so say the Eagles want to, you know, say Jalen Hurts is the answer and they want to get rid of Wentz. Where do you see him going? Because if, if they can't get rid of him or, you know, if, if they can't find a trade partner, he'll probably well, – Nobody's paying that money for him. Up, so but he's going to be putting another year on the Eagles possibly. Which is horrible because, I mean, they just screwed themselves locking him into a long-term contract like that just to be a backup. I mean, think of all the offensive pieces or defensive pieces they could get for that kind of money, but they won't be able to because they've got their backup quarterback being paid $100 million. That's insane. They, 
they really trapped themselves in a box, which is, you know, I, I don't blame them. He had some really, really great uh, first years, but there was evidence of regression. And um, anyway, another new Zach Ertz comes back, so that'll be fun to see. He's been completely underwhelming, although granted he was injured for most of the year. Um, Goddard has played well, so yeah. we'll see. On to Sunday night football, the Steelers versus the Bills. I'm going to be straight up. I've been very harsh to the Steelers all year. They did lose last week. They did. They did lose, but they hadn't done it before. So you've got to put some respect on their name. But do I think they're going to beat the Bills this week? I'm not sure. I mean, Steelers probably have a lot of fire after the amount of disrespect they've gotten in the past few days after losing to the Washington football team. But the Bills are a good team. Yeah. I mean, we look at the injuries as well. That's what I think is, you know, it's pretty important to take a look at. They lost two of their best defensive yeah. players. And Devin Bush, Bud Dupree, that's tough. Robert Spillane is doubtful. Joe Hayden was out. You know, who if Joe Hayden played last week, who knows what the what the final score would have been. It, it's tough to say. If he plays this week, you know, they, they're, they're missing their kicker. Like, they're definitely missing some guys. And, um... You know, it, it's going to be tough. This is a team. This is a battle between two AFC powerhouses, two very different styles of play. You know, Buffalo Bills are all about explosive, let Josh Allen cook. Pittsburgh's all about, you know, timing routes, getting the ball, you know, moving eight yard passes, trying, you know, James Conner. Oh, crap. He got stuffed again. Never mind. Another third and three. And we're going to punt. But our defense is going to lock down. Bill's defense was elite last year. They haven't been horrible this year, but they definitely haven't been what a lot expected to uh, expect them to be it's tough this, this, this offense is gonna hold them back you know when, when you're leading receivers Deontay Johnson it, it's just it's not a good look you know especially for a team that doesn't run the ball well um it's really just gonna come down to the defenses I'm taking Pittsburgh this game I not necessarily because I think they're the better team I think these teams matched up again in the playoffs I think Buffalo would win but um like you said it's all good it's gonna be about that spark Tomlin is not happy that they lost the football team. Juju and Chase want to make more victory TikToks. They're going to fight um, hard for this one. They can fight all they want, but Josh Allen in this Bills offense doesn't look like it wants to be slowed down anytime soon. And they're, they're playing for a one I mean, not a one seed, possibly a one seed for all I know, but if they beat the Steelers this week, it brings up a lot of question marks, like in the AFC, because – now they're one game within the Steelers. I mean, and now they have the head-to-head matchup versus the Steelers, so they win the tiebreaker. So I like Buffalo. Mm-hmm. I- I've liked them for a while. I haven't liked the Steelers for a while. I like Buffalo. They've done good for me in fantasy. They've done good for me in watching them play. And I think <laughs> Buffalo could win out, except one obstacle is Denver. But besides them, Buffalo could possibly win out. Buffalo's or they're they're, they're the I would be terrified of Denver. Um, yeah. Oh no, completely. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah. No. I, it, this is gonna be another one of those games where it's two really good teams. Those are usually tough to predict. I'm gonna go with the team that just got embarrassed. Um, I, I think like you know I like what you said. Like like you know I, I don't want to harp on this, but I think the, the drive comment. You know the. Uh, they're going to have no motivation, and I think that will show. If it doesn't, I'm wrong. You know, it's, it's going to be a tough game to predict. I'm going Steelers. You're going Buffalo. Ravens, Browns. Night football. 
I can't take the Browns. Yeah. I I saw great week from the Browns last week, but we saw what happened. We was it week one? Uh, it's yeah, week one. Not disrespect towards the Browns. It's just I can't possibly take a team that lost by thirty-two points week one. Absolutely. And our, no, well, I, no disagreements here. Um, it's Monday Night Football. Neither neither of our teams performed very well on Monday night. Um, yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be weird. You know, it, it's definitely gonna be an interesting game. Um, I, the Ravens are gonna win this game. I don't think we'll be embarrassed like we did last time, or like we were last time. But um, it, I don't know. It's gonna and be two. It's gonna be who can run the ball better. I disagree because last week Lamar actually played very well. I understand it was the Cowboys, but he only he threw seventeen passes. He threw for hundred okay. yards, two touchdowns, ran for ninety-four yards. All right, he also airmailed like three or four open receivers and threw a pick to the Cowboys. So I mean, he's not he's not an elite passer like we said, but. He had a decent game. He, he struggled in the first half. He turned it on the second half. I can't – he didn't play like crap, but he didn't play absolutely – He did enough to win the football game. He did enough to score 34 points. Last time he played the Browns, he, he did the same – That's true. I think last time he played the Browns, he had similar stats. He threw, yeah, no, no, absolutely. Oh, three touchdowns, but yeah. – Again, mm-hmm. I'm just going off what I saw week one, 32 points, touchdowns. No, I, I don't. I don't disagree. Um, I mean, I think Stefanski will definitely. This is a game. At the end of the day, we don't need. We'd obviously love to win this game, but we don't need to win this game to make the playoffs. It would base. It would clinch a playoff spot. It would almost essentially clinch a pe- playoff spot. We won. I'm hoping Baker is hungry, but the Ravens gonna blitz like crazy. Baker doesn't do well against the blitz. One of the reasons why he was so great against the Titans is that they have no pass rush. Um. This is in Cleveland, which helps. We're, we've only lost one game at home. But um, the Ra- I, mean, I think the Ravens are our more explosive team, and we're a more traditional yeah. team. You know? um, if Baker can continue to set his feet and can actually can do, can do build on what he did last year or last week, I don't think it's out of the question for the Browns to lose, but I can't in good conscience take this when we lost by 28 last, week, last time. Exactly. I, just can't. I mean, I feel like we're both on the same page here. Um, with that said, I, we're both taking the Ravens, if I'm correct. Um, with yeah. that said, I would like to thank everybody for listening to this week's recap. I hope you all enjoyed. I hope you all tune in next week and the weeks to come for more predictions, more recaps, and more just good knowledge. Um, with that said, thank you all, and we're out.